And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 2 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a man who's had everything he needed to coast through this apocalypse even before coronavirus came to town. It's Hashtag Al. And she's the apple to Al's pineapple and the melon to his watermelon. It's Jenna Kim Jones. Tone Zone is on the phone because he's not going to get the Rona. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board your couch and tweet hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little milk tea Kit Kats. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Robin Kern. And she made it clear that she had chosen that one, milk tea Kit Kats, for Jenna. I'm getting ahead of myself. Patreon. I'm on there. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. All sorts of fun stuff. You can submit carbohydrates that I will then call you on the Thursday show. And there's behind the scenes content and bonus episodes. And I'm going to do special stuff uh, to keep everyone sane during this self-isolation period. And I'm also about to cough. Hang on one second, you guys. <coughs> Uh-oh. Coughing into oh! the crook. You guys. The crook of my elbow, which on last week's show... We renamed the Elbin because there's the elbow and then there's the Elbin. Mm-hmm. It just it just makes sense. I would like to say hello to my guests who I'm talking to on remote. I famously, famously, if you look up in the dictionary, if you look up refuses to do remotes, you see a picture of this gal. Mm-hmm. What has two thumbs and refuses to do remotes? It's me. I have been doing this podcast since before you were born, and I said, I just don't do remotes. People all the time, I sound like Trump now, all the time, they mm-hmm. ask me if I can do remotes. To, to the point where I'm the one who has to control the TV every night. <laughs> yes, I actually literally don't do remotes anyway. No remotes. Same. It's a weird time right now. The only So obviously, we have to connect this way. But that gives us the opportunity to have people on the show who don't live here, which is actually very, very exciting. So I would like to now say hello to my guest, Jenna Kim Jones, all the way from Peachtree City, Georgia. Hello. Hi, y'all. It's great to be here. Oh, my God. You have changed. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. It's so nice to see you. It's like, this feels good, you know, it just really to like does. hear Daniel give this intro for me to be included. It just feels like warm and fuzzy and nice. Yes, I agree. I would mm-hmm. also like to say hello to your beautiful husband, oh, Alan Moss. Hashtag Aww. Al. Hello. Hello. It's good to be here. It's so nice to see you. Um, and once we get through the intro... I'm going to explain what happened with all the books that each of us stuffed under our computers. <laughs> Tony Thaxton, hello. Hello. From all the way how's from it, Glendale. How's it going? Uh, it's going all right. Trying to not lose my mind. But, uh, I know. Yeah. Um, how's, I, I don't know if Jenna and Al know that you recently got a dog, like just a few days ago. Yeah. Because I am uh, living alone, and uh, it's not real fun doing this by yourself. <laughs> and so I was you missing a having friend. a dog, so I went and got a friend. And that's helping that's awesome. a little bit, I gotta say. Good. Yeah. What's your pup's name? Moose. 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 That's Dan- so cute. I knew that. I wanted the, the, the listeners to know. 
Daniel, hello. Oh, hi. How's it going? Real talk or, or show talk? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's great. I'm going. Everything's great. I would like to hear all things considered. I mean, look, it's been it's been weird, weird times. Yeah. Um. But what are we on? Like day ten now of uh, staying home with the yep. family. Yep. Yeah. So I'm not counting, but yes. was that real talk or was that show talk? It's always real talk, honey. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it's wonderful to see everyone. Um, when we started, we I realized, oh, wow, you guys are really getting like a chin angle. And whereas Al, now I'm not talking about something they're not seeing, but yeah. just you, theater of the mind, you guys. Whereas yeah. Al... The- theodore of the mind. That sounds like a, <laughs> like a cartoon. It does. Yeah, about a brainy kid. Yeah, it could be. A, is he a chipmunk? Because it might be a spinoff. Mm, I don't know anyway, Al's angle is great. And I said, how are you? That's why I referred to him as beautiful Alan Moss. And oh. I said, how are you doing this? And he said, a stack of books. So then I said, Daniel, could you put some books under my computer? Because we're in the office now, which is a whole other thing. I have a whole pod cabin yeah. devoted to potting. But because I have to connect remotely and because of internet issues and stuff, we're now inside the house again. But thankfully, there's a lot of books. So Daniel stuffed a bunch under my computer. And then all of a sudden, everyone vacated their seats because they needed books too. But now we all look great. Well, Shining stars. It's a real real art. I do a lot of video conferencing in IT. And I I even had to do uh, video interviews. Mm -hmm. And so... What people don't see behind the scenes is there's like lights and you got to have all the right angles. It it helps. I mean, it's it's real professional presentation you have going on. Yeah. I don't have any of this. Alan, you normally work from home and as you just said, you do video conferencing and you yeah. have you've hired your own personal gaffer. Is that what does lights? Yeah. Mm, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I should boy. know. Mm, that's yeah. a gaffer. I know I know I use uh, there's a jib and a boom. <laughs> yeah. You've got your jib and you've got your boom. Now, how is how is life different for you right now since normally this is what you do? Uh, it's actually not very different other than we're just extremely busy. So I do work in healthcare and healthcare IT. And so oh. um, it's, you know, 12, 15-hour days just making sure stuff's running and ready to help people. So wow. but other than that, it's, it's pretty normal. And then we don't do video conferencing because everybody's trying to conserve bandwidth um, well, during the for days. the podcast, yeah, yeah, for podcasters, for podcasts. Yes. Yes. podcasts. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> uh, okay, so lots. Of, we we have a lot of just me or everyone's. I'm now taking them on Instagram, so we'll get into that. We'll get into some of like how's everyone feeling. But first, I need to crowdsource this question. Tomorrow, I am supposed to record Childish, my other podcast, my parenting podcast with Greg Fitzsimmons, and. A few days ago, I said to him, I feel comfortable coming to you if you're comfortable with that. And he's like, yeah, I feel comfortable with that. Let's do that. We need that magic as opposed to connecting via remote, which in general, although this is very fun, uh, in general, I find remote to be stressful. However, as of today, I'm thinking, I don't know that it's such a good idea that I go do it in person. I should, maybe I should do it remotely. What do you guys think? But it's just the two of you? It's just the two of us. He's in his office, which is in a building, but like I never, ever see anyone else there. But it is a building that has these little offices in it. It's in Venice. Do you um, have a hazmat suit? You can just throw on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. 
Um, I think you would probably be okay, honestly. But I think if you're not comfortable, then if and it's going to stress you out. I think yeah. you really got to go with how your feelings are. Mm-hmm. I. It's the kind of thing where if somehow it turned out that it wasn't safe, I would feel like, oh, why did I take that risk in the earth? It's such early days of this. We're still kind of figuring out how it goes that I feel like maybe I just shouldn't even take any risk because we've been really good in this home about limiting like contact with anyone and if I go sit across from Greg, because we do two episodes, so sitting across from him for four hours, then I'm kind of like exposing myself and then my family to anyone that he's been exposed to. And I don't, I haven't like interrogated him about how careful he and his family have been. But he, he also has no idea. It's possible he has, it just doesn't know. That's well, it's possible we haven't just Yeah, it's know. possible we have it. So it's it's not so much that you don't trust him as it is like, why? No, I'm not saying I don't, yeah. Why take... A ri- even if it's a low risk, it feels like why take an unnecessary risk? So I think we've established Greg is untrustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this really went a different... I thought it'd just be some fun chat. I mean, have you seen the guy? Well, everyone, <laughs> no. we're all at real high levels of... Paranoia. Yes, well, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we just found out someone that in our circle might have it so no it's not in our circle it's a parent from elliot's preschool tested positive i don't know how i i don't know how close that is to elliot and thankfully he well it sounds weird to say thankfully but he had missed a couple weeks of school because he was sick so i wouldn't be surprised if we've already had it honestly because we were sick this whole house was sick for like three weeks Oh, you know, just different this things running through the house. Sounds exactly like the conversations we've been having because yeah. we we have been sick for the last like forever. Really? It just feels like we've been sick forever. We yeah. had Dylan; she had high fevers. We've all had coughs, right? And so I'm like, did we just have? I mean, we feel like I feel like I've been in isolation for forever. Yes, <laughs> I know. Who knows? Yes. I mean, it's too bad we can't have a test here to find out. But I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so wait, how high was her fever? Because like Elliot, oh yeah, up to one hundred and four almost. Yeah, yeah. Elliot had one hundred and four for a few days in a row, and then yes. Daniel got a high fever, and then our nanny got a high fever, oh and then gosh. you got a high fever. No, I had yeah, a real, I had a low fever. Oh well, you had a fever. Yeah, but it's still, but to me, high and lower, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then me fever. Yeah. Tony, have you been sick? And would you like to be? Uh, no. Well, I came home from tour sick, but that kind of went away quickly. And it kind of just, uh, I By literally way, think I was exhausted. Tour. And, uh, but yeah, I, I, I feel fine now. And, uh, yeah, but I, I'm also, I'm getting, I'm not one to tend to really be paranoid about things like this, but I am definitely getting more and more paranoid each day, I think, because things just keep changing and, I know, like, my sisters live in the Midwest, and and they, I guess, starting today, I think, they're basically just not supposed to do anything now. Mm. Like, not even really go outside, it sounds like. Oh, really? Like, yeah. more restrictive than what we have here? Yeah. What's What are the restrictions in Georgia? Uh, let's see. We, we're not on, like, complete lockdown here, but all the restaurants are closed, you know, Avoid people, 10 people, 10 people or less, groups of 10 or less or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, the Georgia governor hasn't made any 
he's letting all the local municipalities decide. Right. So Atlanta's on lockdown. Yeah. But we're 20 miles south, so they haven't locked us down. So wait, did you say restaurants are closed or are not closed? They are. They are. Yeah. I think, I mean, most places, gyms are all closed. Pretty much there's, even if you could go out or if you wanted to go out, you're pretty much can only go to the grocery store. To be clear, I've only heard that the restaurants have closed. (laughs) I haven't seen this because I haven't seen the outside for days. (laughs) So are you, um, so Al, you have not seen the outside world. Are you, are you going on walks or anything? Cause that's the latest thing where I'm like, is that even safe? We, We went on a, we go on a walk like, uh, Jenna walks every day. When I have time, I go on walks with him. Um, so we've done a couple, but, uh, we don't see a lot of people. We're pretty remote. So it's kind of right. nice. Yeah, yeah. Even on the walks, cause I went on one this morning, I probably passed four people and none of, we, we were at least three, four or five feet apart. So everybody around here seems to be pretty like closed off. We have not had a lot of cases in our city yet. I know it's coming. I know it's inevitable eventually, but as of now, like a lot of the counties around us are jumping really fast and ours is staying level. So oh, I don't great. know. I don't know. Maybe around here, everybody's just really paranoid and scared or we just stay in our golf carts and don't touch anything <laughs> or anyone. I don't <laughs> Have know. you been golf carting? We not really. I mean, we've gone on a few rides just to get out. But yeah, we don't. I haven't been anywhere in days. We like... The girls, we explained to them, like, there's, like, a lot of germs out there, and um, we're all trying to avoid them, and that was a good enough excuse for them, and they don't, their life is not that much different, except we're eating significantly less Chick-fil-A. Like, that is honestly the only thing that's changed. So they're, like, loving life, and I'm doing, I'm pulling out all the stops. I'm being, like, a way better mom in isolation than I am Mm -hmm. normally. Like, we're doing forts and crafts and homeschool and all this kind of stuff i'm like i was not doing this two weeks ago so i don't know i the thing that stresses me out is just other people i feel bad if there's just like all the other little things that are happening around like we're fine we're okay you know al's working a lot but we'll be fine but i just see other people suffering and i like uh that's what stresses me out at night how's your family How's your family doing? Because you guys are all spread out. Oh, my gosh. So Chuck is in the Netherlands. He just found out that there are no public gatherings over 100 people. Uh, well, there's no public gatherings at all right now. But in a few weeks, I think they're going to lighten it a little bit. But, like, mm. basically he's on some kind of lockdown till June 1st Whoa. is what the Netherlands just said. So his job is in question. They're dancers. All they do is touch each other and they, like... <laughs> And all they do are shows for thousands of people every night. So I don't know what's going to happen for him in the next couple months. Um, in Korea, they've been out of school for five weeks. Um, maybe maybe not quite that long, but I think about that long. So they've been doing homeschool and isolation for weeks. Um, and then my sister in Thailand, they just they went on homeschool, lockdown, all that stuff like a week or so ago. So they've, they're all, I mean, everybody is shut down. It's the weirdest thing. Like my family has been texting more than ever. Cause everyone's like, Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are I mean, there's, and my mom's fine. She's in Utah and um, she's doing a good job of just hunkering down. So it's like, it's the weirdest. This is the weirdest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And, and the church was really quick to, to shut everything down too. I was really impressed. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Our, our church, we we have home church now, which is kind of it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have our own little meeting. We do our own studying. I mean, it's not bad at all. And um, and like, yeah, a lot of the missionaries that are out in the world, they're sending they're sending missionaries back to their home countries. Like, it's I, they are taking every step. I wonder if it's because of the global scope of the church that it's like you know new to take it really seriously because there's a there are some you keep hearing about where they're still doing big congregations and stuff and you're just like what are you doing oh yeah no our church took all and truly we've been sort of ready for this as far as like a couple years ago our leader our our prophet our president of the church said i want you guys to make your your belief in your study and the way you treat church like home church that's what I mean. We've been talking about home church for a couple of years, and we've been learning how to study on our own. And we've the church created a lot of materials for us to use as we study our scriptures and whatever else. So when this all happened, everyone was like, "Oh, we're like ready. We can do this. We know how to study and do our own thing." So it's been really um, cool because we're like very home centered anyway now. Interesting. So it's like an easy is, transition. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. Who? You. I think I cut you off. Oh, no, I'm good. I feel like that is not that dissimilar from when I worked at Time Out New York and the publisher was like, I want you guys to know you no longer work at a magazine. You work at a media company. Similar. (laughs) Getting us ready for this new world. Um, I have a, a question. Jenna, having relatives in Korea and them being sort of ahead of us in the progression of this, does that make you feel better or worse or neither uh neither i mean korea has done a lot of things right and my brother he's told us a lot about the good things they've done and the things that maybe we're super behind on um but either way i mean we're all on lockdown so it's like i (laughs) i mean um so i don't know if it's made me feel better or worse I'm glad that maybe there's solutions and ways that we can slow it all down and and it seems to be working there. Um, But I think, I don't know. This whole thing is just nuts. It's just nuts. I I feel like if this had originated here in the United States and we we hadn't, um, we weren't able to see what's going on in other countries who are ahead of us, that we probably would not have responded very well. (laughs) But I think a lot of the lockdowns that are happening is, having to do with the video that's coming out of Italy or just... I mean, I think there's just naturally a ton of resistance to thinking there's going to be such a fundamental change in your way of life. I mean, we have friends who are quick to be anxious about things and they were telling us like earlier than anywhere else like kind of here's what we think is going to happen you should be stocking up on stuff now and like i took it seriously and stocked up on some stuff but i'm kicking myself now that i didn't just go all the way with it but i just didn't think i needed to really i mean i remember elliot's pediatrician saying you have nothing to worry about yeah that was the reaction of a lot of people I think so. I mean, I it's funny because I have a friend who months ago when this was kind of happening in China said to me, we were at workout, we were working out and she's like, have you heard about this? I'm really nervous. I'm freaked out. I don't know what to think. And my my reaction was the same. We're fine. It's yeah. fine. I think we'll be fine. But then when my brother in Korea was texting us saying like, hey, we're not, we don't have school. Everything's canceled. Everybody's working from home. 
um, I thought like, oh, and that was a, you know, a month before now. And I, I did the same thing. I like went out, I did all the shopping, the stocking up weeks ago so that when it really hit here and everyone was like, what is happening? We didn't have to go out. We were like pretty much ready. I need to hear about your vast reserves of paper products of and whatever else. Of Dur- Did you say Doritos? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because Al, you are like someone who's had a go bag. You exited the womb with a go bag. So I want to know like what we all should be doing. But first, I have some things to say. And I want to tell you about BetterHelp. Sometimes life is stressful and hard. Um, times like now. We could all use help sometimes but may not know how or where to ask for it. BetterHelp Online Counseling offers licensed counselors who specialize in issues including depression and anxiety as well as complicated relationships, family relationships, sleeping, grief, stress, trauma, and anger. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions with with your therapist plus securely exchange unlimited messages. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, get matched with a counselor, and start communicating in under 24 hours. If for any reason you are unhappy with your counselor, you can easily request a new therapist at any time for no additional charge. I love that part of it. Get professional help when you want it, wherever it's most convenient. It's great. Do do this from the comfort of your own home. You do not need to go out to talk to a therapist. Allison Rosen's new best friend listeners will get 10% off their first month with discount code best friend. That's betterhelp.com slash best friend. Why not get help? Betterhelp.com slash best friend. Also, working out is hard. It has always been hard. Even when it's easy, it's still pretty hard. Bomba socks, my favorite socks, you guys. Bomba socks can't change that, but they can make it more comfortable. So if your resolution is to get fit this year, start by getting socks that can keep up every step of the way. Bomba socks are my favorite socks, you guys. They like hug your feet. They have special arch support. You don't get blisters. They're so they're, they've revolutionized socks. You didn't think a sock could be this comfortable. It can be. You do a lot of different things to stay active. So Bombas made a lot of different performance socks designed for everything from running to hiking to cycling and more. Whether you're into sports or planning on getting very into sports, Bombas can help with performance socks in styles made especially for basketball, tennis, running, golf, and more. Did you And also, did you know that socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters? Bomba socks were created to change that. For every pair you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Go to bombas.com slash best friend today. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash best friend today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash best friend for 20% off bombas.com slash best friend. Okay, so what all do you have stockpiled and what do you recommend what should we be doing right now guide us through this crisis please i uh, you know uh faith your faith could be misplaced i don't have a ton of stuff but in california i was focused on bug out bags because it was all about going quickly and getting out of there in case what happened remind me my biggest concern was earthquake oh yeah because i felt like you know, it's always a joke. Like you're always preparing for the big one, but I was preparing for the big one, and uh, <laughs> and so and I always felt like you know I'm 12 miles away from home if I'm working at the office. So I had a bug out bag in my in my cubicle with sneakers in it so that I could just put some shoes on and and hike home. When you um, change out of your your workplace pumps, yeah, exactly, yes, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, and I, I had like a, I don't know what I had, like a pickaxe and a, and a wind up radio or something crazy like that. You had that. your fold up bicycle. Well, unless it, you know, sometimes you might have to climb a couple of mountains. You gotta have that pickaxe. <laughs> pick what is yeah, the pickaxe you know. for? Were you, were you having to like mine for minerals? Slaughter so that zombies? You could... <laughs> I don't know. What's what he gonna I, do? What if I gotta, I gotta bust open a door? You okay. know, well, who knows? Good point. Sure. Uh, so I had those set up and I, before we moved out of California, I did have like, like 50 gallons of water that were stored up, uh, which was a pain to dump out and move. Ugh, so after that, tell I was me about like, it. no more of this. You didn't just drink it all? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so anyway, I, I think uh, – so I still have that. I do have some like meals ready to eat where you just add water. And oh, we man. do subscribe to like a, a company that sends us like once a month, sends us some meals. Um, so like that's pretty okay. But the the, tr- the tough thing about this one is you're not trying to leave. You're trying to shelter in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and really Speak the supply chain is not interrupted. <laughs> so I haven't been as worried about that. Well, but supply chain for things like baby wipes and, and toilet paper does seem to be interrupted. Or is that, I don't know if that's supply chain or if it's just people panic buying. I think it's over demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's people panic buying. And then you go on like, well, just wait for it to catch up a little bit. Right. So I, th- yeah. I think it'll just take some time. That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, so the, so everybody at the beginning buys tons and tons of toilet paper. It's not like they're pooping at a greater degree than they were before. It's called you stress know, or, pooping, okay? Some people have stress, it. Maybe some are. <laughs> uh, but eventually, like, you know, the, the demand will go down while supply catches yeah. up. Yeah. It well, like, taking a long time. Having a year supply of food right now is not going to really make a difference because you can still go to the grocery store and get things. So mm-hmm. like the super like crazy preppers who are going like, okay, zombies attack. How do you defend yourself? You don't have bullets. You're like, I'm making homemade pepper spray. That's <laughs> like insane. I, we're not that. You know, I, I went on to Reddit, uh, sub the subreddit for preppers, uh, <laughs> just, you know, as one does. And, um, <laughs> there's interesting, <laughs> There was an interesting thread um, where someone was talking about, and this was like a very like high-rated thread where the person was talking about um, people coming up to them and saying like, "Oh, you must you must be really happy now, you know, <laughs> that this, all the people in their lives that think they're crazy for being a prepper are now saying, oh, you must be gloating or you must be,' uh, and they're like, "No, I'm miserable because the reason I'm a prepper is because I have." this constant fear and anxiety hanging over my head at all times. I'm fucking miserable. (laughs) You know? And it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of a mental illness. I'm not saying you're mentally ill, Al. You're perfect. I'm saying... uh, No, you've danced around that point. (laughs) Message received. It's times like this where we all wish we had... Yeah, but like the toilet paper thing is super weird. And I was very proud of myself because... I did this huge Sam's Club run like a month ago where I bought what I thought we might need. And I only bought two things of that <laughs> toilet paper, okay? Yeah. So I just want you to know, I'm not the problem. I didn't go and buy 75 things of toilet paper. We're not living in a toilet paper swimming pool, okay? <laughs> it is just, we just have enough to get us through for a while. There was That's a moment all. where we were trying to, I was trying to calculate the rate that we were going through toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, I'm kind of unclear on it. And I and I yeah, I just don't really know if we have enough, but um I've just been reusing it. Oh, good. <laughs> In our house it's just, be- you know, you just guys, all you you just wash it off, squeeze it off, and then hang it over. You have like a clothes <laughs> rack. Oh, that's so uh, 
Yeah. And now we don't get that Charmin Ultra Strong because it's like sandpaper on your sensitive bunghole. But if you did, I feel like that one would really hold up to rewashing. Yeah. Charmin Ultra Strong is like sandpaper. Have you used it? I'm not. I mean, we use Charmin, but maybe we get the other one. What's the, what ultra color strong. is the Ultra Strong? We get, we get Ultra Red. Soft. Mm, we ultra get the Strong? Blue one. Well, who needs ultra strong? <laughs> I don't know. Someone is like really going at it. Good Lord. <laughs> Some people got do- those. Well, strong poops. You need a strong, strong. Well, you're not, but you're not pooping through the toilet paper. It's like, <laughs> it's like, is, does that mean that the poop is super, super sticky and you just yeah, need it's like, like something yeah, it's to really like get it off? It's like gack. Yeah, this is. I don't know. Guys, I don't know. I, don't I know think either. it's. I don't know. Maybe people would just go really go That's to town and it just, yeah. it just shreds in the yeah. process. Tony, you've been <laughs> awfully quiet. How many to- rolls of toilet paper do you have? Well, I have plenty. The reason I've been quiet is because, of course, fitting with how things have gone today, uh, the gardeners that uh, come here have shown up, and it's very loud, so I was trying to just stay quiet for a little bit and mute myself on the uh, chat. Perfect. <laughs> That's funny. Jenna and Al, you guys host Couple Friends, which is five days a week. Um, do you do... Do You don't have guests, though, right? Like, is your podcast affected by this? No. Once no. in a while, we do guests, but not often enough to make it a big deal. Mm-mm. And has Random Acts, the show that you do on BYU TV, has that been affected? Or were you guys already oh, done yeah. with your season? Oh, no. We just started a brand new season. I Ooh. was supposed to be out next week, and then... An- three weeks after that and everything right now is just like on hold because all we do in that show is like get close to people so i don't it's just gonna be i have no idea when we're gonna restart i have no idea when there will be normal anything i have a break right now and stand up conveniently but originally i was gonna record a new comedy special like two weeks from now right you're gonna do it in new york yeah and we can't we didn't really cancel anything but after we looked at venues in New York, nothing felt good. Everything was like, I don't know. And so we let it go. And we just said, like, I think we need to postpone till the fall. And then everything blew up. And I am so grateful we're not canceling a show right now. Yeah. So that's, a, like, amazing. But everything is on hold. It is all just, I don't know. Wow. I don't know when I'll do stand-up next. I have shows booked in June. Will those happen? I don't know. It's crazy. There's so much, produ- like all production is stopped. So there's um, just tens of thousands of people who are, who are right now out of work here in yeah. LA, like below the line people. And I was thinking right now, you know, the streaming business is one of the, the few parts of the entertainment business that's doing all right. Um, but, you know, in a few months, all the shows that would be filming now would be coming out. So there's going to be a time, maybe even after we're all like back in, in the world, when there's just going to be nothing. Yeah, no new content. <laughs> no new content. Because it's yeah. just like, and for months, mm-hmm. because everything's just on pause. I, I had a thought. Um, I was lying in bed earlier, and I w- I've been having a lot of like, a lot of thoughts like, oh, I should be doing this more or I should be doing this more like career-based sort of ambition motive and like beating myself up for a lack of motivation a lack of creativity right now like this is this weird pause so I should be making the most of it somehow or doing this and like I'm watching Lear 
Yeah, and I'm watching people on um, social media who are just launching new projects left and right. And I think it's nice that they're doing that because I think that people are bored and they want extra content. But at the same time, I'm like, how do you already have new cover art for this podcast that you came up with overnight? Like, how are you guys, how do you already have theme music? How are you doing this stuff? How's everyone doing this? So I feel like that is, I was thinking like all that, like I should be doing this all, I should be doing that. Like, that's just like my ego kind of like flailing about in the face of not really knowing how to process this new world. And that actually this pause that we're all being forced to take maybe is like painful or confusing to my ego, but ultimately kind of good for my soul in the sense of it's like forcing me to take a break and reconnect with my family, maybe a little bit too much connection. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, it's not but carried away. I feel like there could be some gifts through all of this. That being said, I must bookend this by saying it feels a little gross to talk about any sort of upside to something where there's going to be such a, a toll mean, and sickness and people are out of work and like all of that's awful. I'm not saying not this is a good thing. I'm just, I'm just offering maybe a way to look at it. You're, I think people understand that you're not like saying that you're super happy that people are going to be dying. <laughs> I think I would hope. I think that it may, it may, you know, it's like, okay, everything's changed uh, for, you know, a lot of people and we don't know how we're going to emerge from this. Um, so it makes sense that you would be thinking, how do I adapt? And there are a lot of people who are putting stuff out and it's fun. I'm not sure that the stuff that people are cranking out is necessarily like premium content though. <laughs> it's like a lot of people in their homes, you know, farting around and it's cool. It's fun. But I mean, I don't know that it's anything to be threatened by. So we're not saying that, that kind of describes our podcast, I guess. Just farting around, <laughs> fart, absolutely. Farting around. Yeah, I mean, people need the farting around content. I guess that is what we do. That is yeah. something that we might all have to deal with after this, though, because when you live in isolation, you get used to just farting whenever you want. Hmm. And when you go back into the real world, real world, you have to like learn to control that again. <laughs> if this goes on for a long time, it'll be interesting to see. Because I know when I used to, um, you know, just self uh, isolate for no reason uh, before I met Allison, I would spend a whole weekend by myself, and then I would go to work on Monday feeling like, "Hey, everybody!" Like I just don't know. I, I'm not like socialized anymore, and that was just a couple days. Like right. it'll be interesting to see if this goes on a few months. Everyone coming out of their their little caves, like, "Hey, eyes nobody too knows wide. how to even like." Right. Like, do I wave? Do I? What do I do? Yeah. And yeah. Like, I feel like I'm headed for a Guinness Book record for long toenails right now. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like that's a thing that could be fixed easily and not really. Uh, we have, have tools. Yeah. Doesn't really have anything <laughs> to do with what's happening. Extra in the world. isolation. <laughs> it's like you know what she's thinking about Wendy, our dog, who's not going on as many walks, and her nails grow because they're not getting filed on the concrete. Oh, she thinks solidarity. That her nails her toenails no, get Look, I've become a lady of leisure who gets pedicures, but no more. Oh. That's what it is. I mean, yes, of course I could bend down if it, if it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun, though. Cutting your own toenails, no. it's very, but, yeah. 
By the way, it. I heard like Daniel in the bathroom and I just heard click, 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 click. And what were you cutting and where was it going? I was clipping my toenails and they were going in the toilet. <laughs> okay. Are you sure that all 10 of them got in there? Uh, I, well, I put your toothbrush under them to try <laughs> to catch them, but it's hard when I'm, you know, with just one hand. <laughs> so anyway, you're not sure. You know, is anyone sure of anything? <laughs> That's part of the reason I don't like to bend over and... <laughs> well, honestly, <laughs> someone should I feel invent... like they, they, just, they just go like, ding, bing, bing, Well, bing. you know, I put my hand over it to avoid the, the flyaways, but <laughs> uh, someone should invent a toenail clipper that also collects the, yeah. the clippings. They, so someone get to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> there are some that are supposed to, like... But it's assuming that your toenail just falls straight down and doesn't fly off into... And it, it, it never does. Direction, it's always, it's always It is unpredictable. Out. Yeah. You know those... So I recently became... I wouldn't even say a fan. Just uh, I recently bought one of those lint... Like sweater lint shaver things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like no. It's not a sweater roller. It's like a little machine that... Um, uh, like cuts the little fuzzies off your sweater. Oh, I've never seen that. It's a machine. Oh. Yeah, it's well. It's yeah, like a, it's like an electric shaver. It's an electric. It's a shaver. It's like a sweater shaver. Cool. A knit shaver. But that c- cuts it and collects it. So you need that kind of thing for your toenails. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think the listeners prefer when we're talking at length about coronavirus or about this? Probably <laughs> coronavirus. You think that's that's more comforting? Mm, I don't know. I'm sure there's a subset out there that really digs the toenail talk. <laughs> uh, I think it might be time to do some just me or everyone. But first, Tony, this especially will really. It, this is for anyone who has a dog. But Tony, that's you, and I feel like you n- need to do this. I'm talking about Embark. Uh, Embark is a dog DNA kit. You can learn about your dog's breed, ancestry, health traits, and even find your dog's relatives. Um, I recently found one of Wendy's, I think it's her uncle. His name is Paddington. Uh, it's, it's a long story, but, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, Embark detects over 250 breeds and screens for 170 plus genetic health conditions. So you can know how to best care for your dog and create a training and health plan. Uh, it's the most comprehensive one on the market. It's great. Uh, whether you have a mixed breed like Tony does or like Jackie Johnson, she got Embark for Chooch and she had done DNA tests, uh, through other companies before. And they had said Chooch is like, you know, these four breeds or whatever, but Embark was able to offer with more specificity and more accuracy and detail what Chooch actually is, which I love. And Tony, we got to find out what Moose is. Yeah, I know. I, I don't, I have no idea. All I know is I have, Pit. A, I have a hunch. Yeah, she's got Pit in there, but who knows what else is in there? Yeah, I don't know. That's, she looks like a bear to me. That's why you need Embark. Uh, best in class dog DNA test, number one highest rated by customers, developed by PhDs and veterinarians for your dog. Right now, Embark has an exclusive offer you can't get anywhere else. Go to embarkvet.com now and use promo code best friend to save 15% off your dog DNA test kit. Visit embarkvet.com and use promo code best friend to save. Again, that's embarkvet.com, promo code best friend. Also, I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite 
podcasts. Um, I imagine you're looking for some content right now while you are just hanging around trying to distract yourself. There's nothing better than Ask Rana uh, with Rana and Brian. So uh, Rana Glickman is a character from Rana and Beverly, which is a old- Tony, do you know Rana and Beverly? Yeah. The old Earwolf show. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, and so now Ron and Rana is like great with giving advice. Uh, so now she has a podcast with Brian Sophie of throwing shade. I was a guest on it. It's so funny. I love it. It just, it takes you away from all your stuff. And also she offers really great advice. And also they are super duper funny. What do you do when your boyfriend's mother is poisoning you or when you're too afraid to move in with your partner because he's such a slob? Ask Rana and Brian, Rana, Glickman and Brian Safi are bringing you a fresh new advice podcast with all the answers to life's problems, big and small. Um, yeah, like I said, and listen, I was a guest. So listen to that episode and then listen to all the other episodes. New episodes every Tuesday. Each week, Rana, Brian, and a special guest take your questions and phone calls and give thoughtful, hilarious, and heartfelt advice. Ask Rana with Rana and Brian every Tuesday, free wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I say let's do some Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, we have to share that during an ad before, and you won't hear it during the ad because Tony will clean it up, but Daniel has this background that is cardboard that looks like bricks. It's like he's at the improv. It does look like he's doing like an open mic. Yeah. Yeah. And he (laughs) propped it up behind himself for this call, but it's like way too small. So it It just, it's it's more like like a halo. It's like a little tile behind him. And it all of a sudden came crashing down while I was talking about Embark. (laughs) On my head. What happened though? Uh, It was just leaning and it's uh, maybe there was a gust of wind. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you know, I don't know. Perhaps it wasn't very well put together. I have a question for Tony. What's up? How did how did you settle on the name Moose? Because one of my stressors about having a dog is naming a dog. Yeah, I, it was it was definitely something I was uh, stressing out about a little bit as well. And I it wasn't planned ahead of time. I was like, I'm just going to kind of feel this out. And I waited like a day until I decided on it. Uh, it just sort of popped into my head because she's uh, she's not big. She's like a medium-sized dog, but bigger than a, I'm used to having. And uh, she reminds me of a bear, but I have a friend th- that has a dog named Bear, so I didn't want to name her Bear. And then for some reason, Moose popped into my head because it was another mm. big brown animal. And I was like, I kind of like that. And then I just and ran with it. It's not bad to yell. Like, yeah. Moose! Yeah, it's kind right. of a fun word to say. Oh. Right. Does she know her name yet? No, doesn't seem to. Uh, but she, she, uh, could not be better behaved and is unbelievably sweet. And she has been very helpful the last few days for making me feel a little less alone in this. Wow. Did you hear that, that, Wendy? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, has she still not even barked? You know, it's funny while I was on mute because the gardeners showed up, she barked. That was the first time I've heard her bark. Oh, wow. I feel like that's good. I feel like dogs are supposed to dislike gardeners. I don't know why, but they all do. Yeah. So that that really caught me off guard. So progress, I guess. What? Yeah. Kind, what how would you describe her bark? Oh, it, it sounds, uh, it definitely sounds more vicious than she is. 
because she oh. like seriously like it you know it was a it was a big beefy bark <laughs> a triple b <laughs> and uh but uh but yeah the, but it, she would could not be sweeter so she sounds she sounds like she could be tough but i have not seen any evidence of her being tough and has she gone to the bathroom in your office again no, she did go in the hallway though uh the second day because i and I now have caught on to if she voluntarily leaves the room that I'm in, Ooh. it's because she's gonna go shit on the floor <laughs> so yeah. i uh i I'm keeping an eye on that um because she, yeah, she doesn't like not being near me um so if she Aww. if she goes away, that's why. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's real cute. It's it's uh it, it it makes you feel real good when you just you know, you step out of the room for a second and then as soon as you walk back in, she just starts wagging her tail like crazy and it's real cute. <laughs> Where does she sleep? She sleeps in bed with me. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, she's like I, I feel like I got really lucky. I she's she's super mellow. I, she's not playful so far. Uh, she has not touched one of her toys, literally not even touched them. Um, but, uh, yeah, but just super sweet and she seems like she's getting comfortable and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, she's actually pretty good on walks, good on a leash. Um, seems more or less potty trained. Um, so yeah, I got, I got very lucky. Seems too good to be true. I know. I know she's still adjusting, so I might get the the real side of her still. But we'll see. Oh, you yeah. think she's on good behavior? Do dogs do that? Do shelter dogs do a good behavior thing? I don't know if it's good, but I, I know I've heard like so. it takes them some time to adjust and like really become themselves when they get into a new home after a shelter. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, hopefully she's as good as she's being right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna, are you guys thinking of getting a dog? Someday. We talk about it a lot. Our daughters ask for dogs a lot. They, Samantha asked just the other day, hey, can we get a dog? And I said, no. And she said, how about this? Two dogs. <laughs> and I said, no. So we want to get dogs, but I am not ready to, uh, I just am not ready. I'm not ready. Yeah, it's I a feel overwhelmed as it is. I thought I would be traveling constantly. Uh, right now we're not, obviously. But eventually, I'm assuming I will be traveling again a lot. And so I just don't feel like... Now is the time. Why don't you make it Al's dog and then Al has to take care of it? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There you go. Uh, that that yeah. reaction says it all. <laughs> I, th- I think, you know, my fear is just we'll go to the shelter, we'll adopt a dog. I don't know the personality. I f- I'm just very concerned that I'm going to adopt the Annie of dogs who just shows up and is like, what's this? What's that? Oh, the floor's flying. The floor's flying. And I'm like, ah, just get out of here. Then I'm like the bald, angry guy and it's... Yeah, but then you, you know. fall in love eventually, and it's like I a know. wonderful, happy ending. Okay, but it's a real yeah. process. Wait, she sings it's songs a real all process. the time. Wait, what's wrong with what's wrong? Why would if Annie were Have a dog? Annie? Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that Alan bad? thinks Annie is annoying. Obviously, I think we yeah, just established that. Is the thing that. about Annie? She's super <laughs> annoying. She's like, "What's that? What's this? Hey, yeah. the floors! <laughs> oh, what a bath! Ah!" Oh. And you're like, "Oh, just get in there. Just get out of here, please." Yeah. So. Did That's she do that in in the movie or the Broadway show? Did, was she like, what? <laughs> oh, a boy. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she is kind of over the top. But yeah. she's a little, she's a little much. She's an acquired yeah. taste. She's very extra. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my fear. <laughs> 
Tony, oh. do you feel like you've adopted the Annie of dogs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I've never. I've never seen Annie. Oh my gosh! What? Yeah. I've never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm, that's. Uh, I think it's streaming on. I think it's on Netflix right now. It's on Netflix. Now's the time. It is. It holds oh, up pretty good. good for for the most it's, part. I think it's a movie. Is that a good one? I don't remember that one. Yeah, we watched it. Mm-hmm. it uh, <laughs> Does it not hold? It's up? It's good. Which one is? Wait, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. There's Raiders of the Lost Ark. I know what I'm going to make the girls listen to tomorrow, though. It's going to be a oh, lot geez. of Annie. Annie? A lot of Annie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the musical about a dog? Yeah. <laughs> Sandy. She, she gets a dog named Sandy. Yeah. Sandy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have a memory of our two-year-old yelling, Sandy, Dad, and patting her like knees to, for me to come to her. And to, <laughs> you know. We watched Annie, and that was the only thing she got from the whole movie was that... Annie had a dog named Sandy, and she would say, Sandy, come here, Sandy, you know, in the scene when she's trying to get Sandy to come to her. And for days, she would do that to us. Sandy, mom, Sandy, mom, (laughs) Sandy, dad. And it was cute for a while. That is cute. (laughs) Is there, um, I have a question for for you, since you have two children who are sort of close in age. Mm -hmm. No, they're very close. What's the age difference They're 22 months apart. Okay. Um, yeah. So just uh, two months less than Elliot and Owen. Uh, was there a phase where there was violence between them? Because Elliot keeps kicking Owen and is definitely not listening to us tell him he can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you do? We had to um, actively stop Samantha from trying to trip Dylan constantly. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like she yeah. would see Dylan run and she would stick her foot out and go like, ah, oh, and try to trip her. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty normal. I'd say. Yeah, I said to Daniel yesterday. I said, I think we just have to try to minimize the damage and prevent anyone from getting hurt because it's tr- telling Elliot that he can't. Like trying to talk sense into Elliot is not working. He's, he's yeah. too young to get it. He'll well, you got to th- physically remove him, pick him yeah. up, move him away, and say no. Right. <laughs> the, it, yeah. Elliot will go up to where like um, Owen will be standing somewhere, and Elliot will go up. And then he'll position himself so that Owen is kind of, he'll turn a little so Owen's behind him, kind of. And then he'll push back, mm-hmm. like, and put, like, and, but keep doing what he's doing, thinking that we won't notice. Yeah, yeah. he's just subtly yeah, he thinks pushing he's being Owen sly. out of the way. And I'll be like, stop, stop doing that. And he yeah. won't, he won't stop. Uh, so anyway, I think we're going to send him to Outward Bound. Is he too young? <laughs> <laughs> He needs to figure it out, I think, find himself. Yeah, this morning uh, yeah. I said to him, I said, honey, because we had a whole big thing yesterday about how you can't kick your brother. And then he was doing it today. And so I, I did not grab his arm, but I held his arm and I said, honey, you cannot kick him. Do you understand me? Tell me you understand me. And then I'm like, I'm pleading with a three-year-old. Tell me mm. you understand me. Like, this is way too intense for him. And he, also, he the doesn't thing get is, it. though, he's smart. He does understand. Of he course. understands to a certain extent. Like, I'm not supposed to do this. He, you yes, know. yeah. So he knows. I think he knows. Yeah. yeah. He, he, but he doesn't want to not do it. So he well, just it. wait. He'll though. say that in in one year when Owen can start to push back a little bit, 
it gets really interesting and really amazing. Like the other day, Dylan <laughs> did not want to share with Samantha because she was playing with these toys. And there's this, you know, as the younger one, it's just this constant battle of like the bigger kid can come take the toys for me. It's yeah. this whole thing. So she was refusing to share, refusing to share. And I finally said like, Dylan, you have all of them. You can share one toy. And she goes, oh, oh, mom, I was just pretending not to share. <laughs> so it gets really crazy once they're like both at each other. So buckle up. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do some just me or everyone. Okay. Knife Show Inc. says COVID related one. Do you guys hold your breath when you have to take a walk past someone in a narrow grocery aisle? No, but I do turn my head away from them. Which I'm not sure if that really helps, but I do, I do hope I haven't been grocery shopping, but walking around, if someone's nearby, I find myself holding my breath. I haven't held my breath, but I'll usually kind of change where I'm headed in my in my walk, so I just yeah. go all the way around. Yeah, I just immediately fake dry heaving and just <laughs> oh, and then they they run. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> smart. <laughs> Vanessa Rose. I say I'm sorry to my dog when I accidentally run into them or say excuse me to get by them because yeah. they're equals in my home. Yeah, I talk to Wendy all the time and she does not understand. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've been doing it. Okay, Mar, Mar NYC 78 Is it just me or everyone that treats pistachios just like clams or mussels? If it doesn't easily open, I throw it away. Also, do you examine each one? Daniel's the resident. Daniel's the pistachio head in this home. Do you? What do you do with a closed one? I've had pistachios like only twice. You've had them like <laughs> twenty times. Mm, okay, uh, the only pistachios that I won't. Well, sometimes a pistachio will be completely closed, and then you just rip your hands. No, open. then you don't. I don't bother. It's too hard to get yeah. those to open. And then um, sometimes they'll just be kind of a little bit. And it's like there's a point where you can crack it and get it open. It's usually not worth it. And I don't do have ever, like a nutcracker. Do you ever use your teeth? I, I have pistachio shells can be really hard. And yeah. so um, I'm afraid of cracking my tooth. Me too. Every time I get them, I think like none of these shells are tougher than me. And then I use my <laughs> tooth once and then I go like, don't ever do that again. Don't, don't do, that. do that. It's not and a peanut I, shell. I do it every time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Cause you want that delicious pistachio, but yeah, right. it's not happening. No. So feel, do you, I have anybody have problem. eaten or like crawfish, crayfish, whatever you call them, crawdads? Oh, I ordered, I ordered them once when I was a kid, and they got there, and I was like, I, I absolutely can't eat these little entire animals on my plate, so I won't be. Yeah, and that was the last time. Yeah, because they were looking you in the eyes. Yeah, I yeah. can't handle it. I know. I think I'll they like them. taste I, okay, but they're just they're so much work for such a tiny yeah. little bit of meat that, that I don't ever want to have about, them again just, for that reason. That's how I feel about soft shell crabs. It's just too much. Too much. It's part work. of the fun. Part of the fun is like because I used to work in Louisiana. I would fly down there every week. We'd go to this one little spot that was like a hole in the wall, and there was a screen door at the back of the restaurant that would open up, and it was just this guy with a giant pot boiling fresh crawfish, and it was awesome. Did did they do the thing where they just like dump it on the table? And oh, yeah. it's just like corn, half corn cobs yep. and, and half other weird like mallets. <laughs> yes, here's just some stuff we pulled out of the river out back. What do you think? It's a boot and an old tire and some crawfish. 
delicious. And how do you do? You like rip the head off and then suck. What? How does it work? Yeah, yeah. You got. You're trying to find the meat, and uh, so you'll kind of twist it. There's a lot of people have different strategies, but uh, for the most part, yeah, you can just kind of twist and pull, pull the meat out, and then you can suck the head, and then, bam, there you go. Mm. Hmm. Pass. Yeah, and, and then if it's really spicy, they'll give you like uh, some people will wear uh, gloves, like um, exam gloves, because you don't want to get all the spices in your in your fingernails that uh, makes sense just I good sense it. jenna we're as soon as this quarantine's up we're going to louisiana <laughs> uh i'll have the beignets that's there all you i want there you go yeah what do they I'm does in. it taste like lobster no it's like river lobster it's uh, <laughs> it's like uh it's yeah i mean it's good but it's not lobster okay crab. yeah I, I got the same thing <laughs> to say so it's this amazing thing but it doesn't taste that good. It's just so, so you're just into it's sloppy fun. eating. But they spice they spice it up with stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they're so that you can get spicy or like normal. But there's still all the the thing I loved about Louisiana was like the flavor of the food in that state was so different and powerful. And that's what they do to crawfish to make them taste really, really good. Lobster is just like by itself really good, and so is crab. But crawfish, they're just dusting it up, making it extra special for you. Mm-hmm. But you could take that flavor and you could put it on other things that don't require all that sloppy effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the yeah, experience. You're just eating them and then imagine someone just playing really like speed accordion in the background while you're just oh. trying to like eat a this crawfish. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ, Al. And it's just like sweaty, <laughs> and it's just like yeah. you're wearing a bib. It's like a weird situation. I don't wow, know. It's amazing. Yeah. What I was going to point out was it's all this work for something that doesn't even taste that good. <laughs> you can't knock it till you try it. That's good. Tony, have you? Yeah, I've tried it, and I didn't. I didn't think it was worth it at all. <laughs> it was. It, it was. There's each one was like such a process to eat, and it was like it tastes fine, but like I, this process is just annoying to me. <laughs> oh man, you're the lone wolf on this one, Al. You got. This. I yeah, find fun. them to be a little bit cute. Anyone else? Mm. Cute in like the way like a gremlin, like a bulldog is cute. <laughs> like like ooh, oh yeah, cute. <laughs> Well, if I had a plate of small bulldogs, I would also find it hard to eat them. In the same way that, like, if my shrimp have heads, I can't eat them. Mm. There's just maybe it's just the heads. Yeah. I like I like the cognitive dissonance of not knowing where my food came from. Okay, um, Kristen Rills says, "Just me or everyone have an urge to chime in with my thoughts and opinions on my husband's video conference calls because now that he's worked from home for the last week, I feel like I know what the heck is going on." Mm. I well, I regularly offer to call any of Al's colleagues if they need a talking to, but he has never taken me up on it. Really? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, you know, if they just like need Al- a little like, hey, get it together, a little kick in the pants, I'm I'm always willing. He does not want me to. I feel like Al's good at talking to the talking to. He is. He is. <laughs> He's way better than me. I'd be like, I don't I don't know what you guys do. I don't really care that much. <laughs> Yeah. Good job. <laughs> start you know who's Jenna probably Steffi. bad at the talking to? Who? You. Me? Yeah. I'm terrible. Yeah. I think I'm probably terrible. <laughs> Tell me you understand me. That's yeah. me. 
<laughs> like she'll give someone a talking to and they they'll walk away thinking nothing's wrong. <laughs> I don't I don't shut up. Okay. <laughs> um let's see. Lars2782, when a cop pulls up next to me or is behind me while driving, I turn down the music, put my hands at 10 and 2, and look straight ahead. Then I think how guilty I must look even though I am doing nothing wrong. Yes, 100%. Completely agree. That's like, I get crazy when I see a police officer driving next to me. Like, oh, everything I'm doing is weird. Yes. Nothing's normal. Oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And then if I realize, if like it turns out that one was behind me and I didn't even realize it, I'm like, oh, I'm so lucky. Like, I'm such a good citizen that I wasn't doing anything illegal, even though I don't do things that are illegal. I feel this. I used to feel the same way when going through airport security, like, and I would get through and no drug sniffing dogs found anything on me, even though I don't have anything on me. I would feel like a oh, few. Do you get yeah. it also when you leave a store, if you bought something and you're carrying a bag out and the alarm Sometimes. doesn't go off? Because I, I get that sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It's like that thing where you become, if if you ever think someone's watching you or people are watching you, become super self-conscious about, like, walking. Mm-hmm. And you feel like one of those, like, computer walking simulators where you're just like, nah, nah, and you just, like, <laughs> got to control the knee and then the foot and everything's off. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you concentrate on trying to swallow, then it becomes difficult to swallow. That's yeah. why I do, I don't, I don't know if J- Jenna and Al, do you guys know about how I flap my hand when I take a pill? <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I've seen it. Have I not? Maybe I you, haven't. You've probably seen it. It's, yeah. it's, it's to distract myself to allow myself to swallow normally. The funny thing is that when Elliot took like Tylenol or Motrin once, he did it too. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just when he took a sip of a drink. Yeah, he thinks that's Aww. what he did. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. Oh, sweet Kimmy123, just mirror everyone. I thought working from home was going to be great. Turns out it sucks. <laughs> I think a lot of people are figuring that out. Yeah. Well, in this particular scenario, I think it especially sucks because I'm a person that generally works from home for the most part, and I like it overall. I get a little stir crazy at times, but normally when that happens, I can go do something. But uh, So yes. this is extreme circumstances here. Yeah, Just but like, I think yeah, I think I don't I've had my I did a little group chat with some of my friends who are working professionals last night out and, and they have all said like I don't know, I I still am working 8 hours a day. Like I thought I thought maybe it would be a little feel different or feel more relaxed, but they still have all the same stuff they have to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that yeah. I don't know. Al, I really can't talk from this cuz my job's weird. So Al I think I think it's you know it just depends on the person. I I'm more effective remote because I'll work more hours. I'll uh, you don't have any interruptions. Nobody swings by your cube to talk to you or anything like that. Um, so it just depends. But I think a lot of times you dream about like oh I wish I could do the other thing, the opposite of what I do. And working from home, you have to be really disciplined. You need to get up and take a shower and do stuff so that like you're effective and like you. There's a lot of like mental games to it. Yeah. If you don't do those kind of things and keep that that regiment, then it's it can be really miserable and really terrible. Yeah, I agree because I'll, I'll I will pretty much always take a shower immediately. Always get yeah. full, I'm not like a like pajama pants guy or anything like that. <laughs> like I'm gonna wear like what I would wear if I was going out. It just like makes me like mentally f- feel more 
productive or yeah. something immediately. People, yeah. people, my colleagues will make fun of me and they'll be like, oh, collared shirt. And you're like, yeah, listen, I'm just trying to, I want to keep doing this. So I'm going to take it serious and I'm going to, you know, do it right. So anyway, mm-hmm. is there is advice that you should, well, this is, so my last week I talked about not knowing whether I should go into therapy or have a phone session. I ended up having a phone session. Um, and she heard, she said like what she's telling everyone is just keep a schedule, keep a schedule, keep a mm-hmm. schedule, like down to the hour. I keep, you know, reading articles about like what you guys are saying, put on clothes, make it, don't just be like sloppy wearing your pajamas, working from bed. I have not yet done any of these things that are recommended, but those are what it, that is what is recommended. <laughs> yeah. It's really tough, but I'll come down and say, I'll, t- I'll even tell Jenna, Hey Jenna, I'm on my lunch break. Even though I don't have to take a lunch break or whatever, but I say like, hey, right now for the next 30 minutes, I am out getting lunch or whatever. So let's talk and hang out and, and eat some food or whatever. So it's – I'm like to that kind of ridiculous level of of schedule so that I I make it fair and equitable and I only spend – I spend time with the family. But then when I'm working, I'm, I'm working. And the girls understand that? They've kind of always grown up with it. So they know, like I'll say, hey, I'm going back to the office. And they're like, see you later, dad. And then I just go up to the office. And the house we bought in Georgia, we made sure that I had like a – like it's a shared office that Jen and I have. But it's it's kind of far away. It's above the garage. It's it's a distance away. So you really don't hear anybody. They don't hear me and I don't hear them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so on my side right now. This is the JKJ side. And he's on his <laughs> fancy, you know – job side Ooh. right yeah how big is, how big is this is this like a is it a room or is it like a guest house above the garage it's just a giant room above the garage mm-hmm. and we this was one of the reasons we bought this house for this room because it's big and we knew it would be a great spot for working away from where the kids are away from the living room it's awesome um all right it's no podcast cabin, but it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. But I'm not even in the pod cabin. <laughs> That's awesome, though. It's I've been displaced. I know, but right now we're back. So before the pod cabin was ready, we were recording in this room right now, which is our pretty small office where our desks and our clutter is. And it was very different than dining room studios because dining room studios was like big and... I felt like it was very comfortable to record there, whereas here it's very cramped and you're very aware that you're in a room that is used for stuff other than recording. So then when we got out to the studio, it was like, ah, this is so nice. It's like strictly dedicated to the podcast. I can get in my podcast frame of mind. But now we're back in this this room with Daniel's brick wall, (laughs) poster board, and all of our clutter. It's actually going okay, though. Um, Okay. Uh, Let's see. Bid Champagne says, I feel superior over others in an elevator if the floor I've selected is the highest. Not in an arrogant way, but almost like I feel sorry for them. Oh, interesting. No, not at all. I kind of feel the opposite. In a hotel, I feel that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's a superiority thing. (laughs) That's like your dream of just having one first class seat and then everyone else has to walk around you. <laughs> that, well, yeah, I want the seat in the aisle so that people have to move around me. Right, and I have right. to acknowledge that I am in a big seat. I, I want first class where all the other passengers have to serve me. <laughs> oh, interesting. 
So everybody has to take a turn serving me warmed up peanuts or something. Oh, they That's have to the take ultimate. turns? How many peanuts yeah. are you going to eat on this flight? I'll, I can go through a lot of those peanuts. <laughs> it's true. Uh, mixed nuts, rather. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, but in an elevator... No, I don't. Not the not a hotel situation. Otherwise, I don't feel that way. Me I neither. Like I, I want it, I want it to be as short of a trip as possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's no. true. No, I Sooner go and I push twenty two. I push twenty two, and somebody walks in and goes like twenty four. I'm like, oh, how did you get a floor higher? Oh, it's like mm. a competition. Who do you know? Mm. Has anyone been in an elevator in the time of right now? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I mean, in the no. early days, right? When That's right. we when we got engaged, well, we were already engaged. But when we had an engagement party in New York before I left the city and we got married, we threw this big party. We rented a space uh, in Manhattan, and it was on maybe the eighth floor or something like that. It was this really cool little area. Anyway, a big group of people came at the same time. They all. Screamed like just crammed into the elevator. They got to the eighth floor. The door opened. As soon as my friend went to step out, the elevator dropped and they oh fell God. like four floors. So basically the rest of our engagement party was everyone talking their survival stories because they all thought <laughs> they were going to die on the way to our engagement party. So it just dropped four floors. Mm-hmm. And then f- they got out. And then the fire department came and, like, shut down the elevator. Wait, so did the person get off the elevator? No, she was, like, about to step off, and then they started to feel it fall. So my other friend grabbed her and pulled her back in. Jesus Christ. Isn't that scary? That's one of my fears, is being, like, sliced in half by a freaking elevator. Oh, I know. And it almost happened at a really festive time. What was the, th- did you have a theme? I feel like there was something super fun about your party. Was it a theme or did you have stations or Skittles or hot dogs? At, at the engage, that was our actual wedding. We did hot okay. dogs and Skittles and all that stuff. But at the engagement party, we did karaoke and dancing. And then I had an, a huge like prize table. So basically, and everyone got a tote bag when they walked in and then they could fill their tote bag with like, like Nerf guns and slap bracelets and glow-in-the-dark stuff and those sticky hands and candy bars. It was pretty awesome. You got a swag bag, but it was just full of junk. <laughs> That's fun. I feel like those sticky hands are just, they collect lint. Oh, totally. They're, they're just they're lint fun collectors. the first few times. Yeah. Yeah. Tone Zone, did you want to say something? No. <laughs> I think I saw, I lifted my own hand up when I said sticky hand and I think I thought it was your hand. <laughs> <laughs> as one does okay let's see maybe a couple more just me or everyone's 2600 pickles says when something odd or funny happens i look off to the side much like jim did on the office when he'd look into the camera <laughs> i think that al is doing that right now i don't think i do that <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I, don't I don't do, do that. that i don't yeah do it. i, I kind of like it but i don't do it where do you oh. look? Do you have like a place where in your mind there's a camera? So you just like it's sort of it's sort of the premise of Fleabag. Yeah. Have you guys? Did you guys watch Fleabag? Uh-uh. Oh, I watched oh it it's so good. Oh, I need to watch it. We need shows, obviously. Fleabag is so right. good. Tony, did you watch it? Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's good. Um, okay. 
Jen Besh says, sometimes when going pee, I blow my nose with toilet paper, then fold the paper over it so I have the dry side out and use it to wipe. Oh, yeah. I always do this. Done it. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes I think this probably isn't. Is it sanitary? I mean, I think the same thing. But I still do it. Probably not. Hmm. But so be it. Oh, well. What are you going to do? It's my own stuff. Yeah, it's all you. I'm sure if it was someone else's nose and then go, like, maybe that's a little less sanitary, but in this, right. I don't know. It's now, Daniel it's and Al both have these sort of perplexed looks. Just more than I want to know. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't do that. <laughs> so you're on the toilet us. and you have to blow your nose. How does it go down? How does the process go down? Yeah. <laughs> You just blow your nose and throw it in there. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. Okay. So okay. Have you ever, wait, I, mean, I know. I feel like what we're doing is saving toilet paper. Yeah. But also, it makes you pee faster. <laughs> like if you oh. blow your nose while you're peeing, <laughs> you pee faster, and then you're I, done. Sooner. I'm into that for the efficiency of it. I do like that. <laughs> that has been like, yeah. Since having kids, any sort of nose blowing, it just. You can blow a tampon right out. It's so bad. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And this is the last one. Lacey Yalom says, no, Lacey Elam. Alam, I will almost always open the calculator and type in a phone number when trying to call someone. Yes, I do that all the time. The calculator? Yeah, the calculator app on your phone instead of the keyboard. I, I don't, don't know why I do it, but I do. I, I guess it's just her how, and me. How do you get to your calculator app when you accidentally do that? <laughs> yeah. Let me look at my phone. You must have the calculator out and ready. See, mine's like hidden away. Yeah, I No, s- I, I have my calculator and my clock in utilities. So I pull that up. <laughs> I know that it seems counter. It oh. seems like it's an extra step, but it's just like and my brain goes numbers and then I pull it up. Oh, that's so funny. I've never done that before. No. I have never done that either, but I have uh, opened Google Maps and typed in Led Zeppelin immigrant song. (laughs) That really, I really did do that and then immediately realized (laughs) this is not Spotify. Did you and and where did it send you? (laughs) To the land of ice and snow, of course. (laughs) I, I always have an issue, like if I swipe down and I have like the menu on an iPhone, I always mess up. If I'm trying to do a timer or an alarm. Yeah, yeah I, I do know, that too. I always, okay, I don't know the difference. Yeah, I my biggest thing is um, wondering where my phone is when I'm on my phone. That's usually <laughs> the... <laughs> yes. I used to wonder where my keys were when I was driving, like before, like but back when the keys had to be in the ignition to drive. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that, That's when you know you're on your phone too much. It's when you're like, oh, where's my phone? But you're already reading an article on your phone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, my phone use is out of control right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think everyone's is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw some, someone tweeted like, they, like, Apple has got to stop the automatic screen time reports. I know. I was, up, there was, I was like at eight, almost eight hours a day. And I'm like, okay, well, that's most of the time I'm awake. Oh, yeah. I had to shut that off. I shut them off because I, I don't want to know. You can shut it off? I thought it was like, yes. we're forcing you to know. No, you guys live in a world where you can shut that off. Shut it down. 
Mm-hmm. I'm we'll be doing that fascinated by uh, out, you're only awake eight hours a day. <laughs> 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 well, no, but I just mean it's it's a lot of the time I'm awake. <laughs> I'm awake more like six hours a day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, but let's, I, I noticed I was uh, joking with Allison yesterday that... Um, what I mean to say is half the half of my waking hours are on the phone. Yes. If it's... Yeah. If like eight... So eight times three is 24. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm sleep eight hours, which is not really true, but let's say I am. So half of my waking hours are on the phone. Yeah. Right. And the other half are on the toilet. <laughs> Blowing your nose. Blowing my nose. <laughs> I was I was joking yesterday that um, in video games, if you're playing like a third person shooter or you know a third person adventure game where there's a character on the screen, oftentimes if you don't touch the controller for like a minute, it, there'll be like a like a animation of the character waiting, you know. So yeah. whatever the game is, and uh, I noticed that with Allison, if you don't interact with her for like thirty seconds, her animation she just goes right to her phone. She's like. <laughs> And she's on Twitter, like, so I always so I have to like touch the controller to get her to wake back up, like to re- re-engage with the conversation. Phones are terrible; they're ruining our lives. Okay, that's all I have to say about they it. They really are. Now's the wrong time to get a handle on it, though. But I, yeah. I think about that. So I spend so much time thinking about it. Me too. Well, especially now, where it feels like it's a lifeline to any news or anything from the outside it's just without twitter i would probably not know what's going on i can't stomach like tv news anymore so it, it's just it's too much but it's not just that we can't stomach tv news it's that we no longer have access to our television because all it ever is doing is playing stuff that elliot wants to watch well we've no. ceded control yeah <laughs> i feel like we should listen to the fruit song oh my gosh let's do it and should we sing along I mean, we can. We don't have yeah. to. But I mean, I think it make it just makes sense. I know. I don't. I mean, I don't want to be the only one. <laughs> you won't be. We're gonna record this. What fruits do you like? Do you like? I like the apple and the pineapple. That it? There it is. <laughs> I miss That's Greg it. when we listen to that song like a lot. Yeah, I know. I um, I gotta get a, I gotta get a picture of the screen for Instagram. Uh, I um, mentioned to you that I'm thinking if this goes on longer, which it seems like, hey, it could stretch what eighteen months, a few months. I have no idea. Um, hopefully, Greg will be able to join us. And it'll be just yes. like old times. He's in baby jail right now, though, right? That's right. Oh, so yeah. he had his son. Mm-hmm. Um, he's He is super... He said he's like on... These are not his words. Like he's in heaven or he's on cloud nine or like he's just loving it. Loving being a daddy. So, awesome. yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, I know. He wants to talk, come talk baby stuff. So we got to oh, do that. I would like to hear that. I would yes. like to hear yeah. all the Greg baby stuff. There's oh, a, and there's goodness. a lot of it, too. There's a lot of, like, why does everyone need multiple strollers? Why this? Why He has a lot of baby thoughts already. <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, you know, once you get into that world, it's uh, it's yeah, all you a think lot of, about. Yeah, yeah, a lot to talk about. You guys, this has been super fun. Thank you for putting up with our uh, troublesome internet earlier. Oh, thank you. This is amazing. This feels so nice. Like this is just something that will stick with me this week when I'm like, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do? I got to <laughs> hang out with the Thursday gang. It doesn't matter. That's what it's going <laughs> to be like. Thank you. Okay. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Listen to my other podcast, Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, all sorts of fun stuff. And Tony, was that Patreon drop that you played earlier? Was that Jenna and me? No, I don't think I have one that is just the two of you. I, oh. I even was searching, trying to find it, and I don't think I have that. Well, fuck that. <laughs> Excuse my language. Jesus Christ. I... <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Oh, if you like what you're hearing, download, subscribe, tell a friend. Please keep those. Oh, 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 I have iTunes review. Sorry. I am all over the place. I forgot we have iTunes comments of the week. And I had sent one to Al. So let's just do that. Oh. And then we'll end the show. Yay! Allison yeah. wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. Okay, so as to avoid being completely self-aggrandizing, we read a positive and a negative, and Al has the positive. This one's from H. Lang Nevi. Wonderful, relatable content and amazing guests. Five stars. Quote, I've been listening for years, and Allison and the podcast only get better. Thank you very much. What was her name or his name? Uh, H. Lang Neve. H. Lang Neve. Thank you very much. However, not everyone feels that way. Yeah, certainly not me. (laughs) Bleh, one star by Jenny Castry. I listened for eight minutes and I couldn't listen anymore. I could only describe it as inside jokes thinly veiled as a podcast. Oh, that's damn quite a burn. Mm. I would like to know mm. which episode did you listen to? I know, right? <laughs> because I tried probably the Thursday group because the know, Monday show like for sure is an inside. Jokes. I know but the Monday show for sure is not inside jokes. The Thursday show I could see she could be like, why are they calling each other carbohydrates, etc. But every show's yeah, but got like, like yeah. something. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, I don't know. I try to make it accessible. So anyway, uh, look, if you have opinions, especially if they're positive and they're five stars, please leave me a comment. It helps out the show so much. Uh, Jenna, where do we find you? You can find me at Jenna Kim Jones. Jenna Kim Jones, pretty much everywhere. And of course, on our podcast, Couple Friends, go to couplefriendspodcast.com to learn more. Wonderful. Uh, Alan, what about you? Uh, I am at the hashtag Al, and I don't really post. Sometimes I like, sometimes I retweet. So it's a safe place. <laughs> Daniel? Um, you can find me at Daniel Quantz, Twitter and Instagram. I am possibly, I am in the exploratory stages of setting up a uh, Twitch channel for just hanging out and maybe if anybody, I'll let you know. Follow me there, oh. uh, and I'll let you know when I'm doing that. 
Tony? At Tony Thaxton, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. Um, and yeah, that's it right now, I think. Oh, uh, I play drums in Don't Stop or We'll Die. And this is a very minor thing, but we posted a little thing online today of uh, a pl- us playing a song together all from our own homes. Oh, fun. And, I uh, love that. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it was fun to do. So check that out. All right, you guys. Listeners, Thank. usually I say hello to all the new Patreon people. I will do that next week. Um, listeners, thank you so much for listening. Everyone on the podcast, thank you for being on the show. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. 